Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. everybody to the Brazilian Dragon. It's Felipe and today we have a fantastic guest, the wonderful host of the Pilot Season podcast. It's Michael J. Clark. How are you? What? Sorry, I, just, I, I cut you off. What's no. up everybody? I'm happy to be on the Brazilian Dragon podcast. It's great to be a guest and not being in the big old host chair. I love it. Yeah, so before we get started, first tell everybody who you are, because if they're uncultured and don't know what the Pilot Season podcast is, they need to know right now. So tell everyone, A, who you are, and B, where they can check it out. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I, I am, uh, you know, I, I am Mike Clark. Uh, people uh, online uh, know me maybe a little bit more as MJC, uh, and I, for the last two years, have hosted uh, my own podcast uh, called Pilot Season, uh, S-Z-N, of course, how you spell season, because, you know, I'm uh, hip with the kids. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. I uh, talk about pilots of TV shows with a bunch of friends of mine, uh, people who uh, might be familiar names to some of the Brazilian Dragon fans out there. Uh, and it's so much fun. I, I really... Uh, two of my biggest passions are TV and uh, talking <laughs> about TV with people. And Relatable. so it's been a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, there have been talks for a little bit of a, what I like to call a home and home. And uh, so if you check out the Pilot Season podcast, you may see an episode with Felipe uh, sooner or later. That's super exciting on my end, and it's such a fun podcast, especially for like podcasts that don't or TV shows that are new and don't have a ton of content relating around them. Um, a recent example that I can think of is the Never Have I Ever episode that you did with Karen from Canada because I watched that all in a day, and there's not a ton of podcasts on it, so it's like great content because there's a podcast there because I love listening to podcasts on shows that I watch, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just did, uh, my latest episode was on the Netflix reboot of the Babysitter's Club, and that was a lot of fun. So if you are a fan of Babysitter's Club, you should check that one out. And the great thing is also if you just check out a show for the pilot, you can also check it out. Or if you just like the guest, it's it's easy listening. It's You guys walk through the episode really nicely, even if you don't are not familiar with the show. Uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a great endorsement, and I appreciate you very much, buddy. Uh, thank you for saying those no things. No problem. Uh, another thing you might need to know before you, uh, you know, go any further to pilot season is that uh, I love music, and I love uh, theme songs. And so, um, of course, like, this is a, a natural 
uh, podcast for me to be on the Brazilian Dragon. And uh, I love this idea that we came up with for our podcast today. Yeah, I didn't even get into it, but today's episode, we're going to be talking about the alumni of Disney Channel and their music careers. Uh, so this was an idea that MJC brought to me and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing because it's something uniquely him. And I thought it would be a fantastic episode. Uh, but before we do that, I know that MJC is a big fan of the new Hamilton uh, release on Disney Plus, but also the original Hamilton. Have you seen it in person? I believe you have, right? Yes. So I, um, I, I was talking about Hamilton so much with my family and how much I really wanted to see it that uh, on my 30th birthday, they actually uh, gave me um, a, a certain amount of money uh, in cash and said the only caveat was that it had to go towards a Hamilton ticket. So between that and I got a favorable um, tax refund, uh, appropriate for uh, the Secretary of the Treasury, uh, I was able to see Hamilton uh, I am not comfortable disclosing how much I paid for that ticket, but I was able to see it um, after, like, Lynn got, like, the MacArthur Genius Grant and right before the Tonys. So, with, with the exception of Jonathan Groff and uh, Pitha Sue, who had her understudy that day, um, I saw original Broadway cast Hamilton. I squeezed into one of those seats, and it was... Um, absolutely amazing. It was phenomenal. Uh, and then, uh, you know, again, like I couldn't stop talking about it. And I said, I need to see it again, but you know, I I'm not going to pay what I paid for the first time. Uh, and then a couple months later, I was at work. Uh, I was supposed to be like monitoring the library during a study hall for uh, my students, but I was on my, um, I think I was on Facebook instead. And uh, as one does. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, and I was on Facebook as the uh, Hamilton uh, Facebook page announced, hey, we're opening up lots of tickets for, you know, these four months. And it was like a year ahead of time. And so I'm like, all right, I need to like jump on here and see what like I'm able to be sure able to do. Uh, and I was able to get, um, like, row A orchestra seats for face value. And so I saw again in January of 2018, I want to say. Uh, and so for, uh, <laughs> for years, I joked that uh, whenever I wanted to troll anyone, I would just start a sentence by saying, well, the second time I saw Hamilton live, uh, but now, like, you know, that it's on uh, Disney Plus, like, everyone is going to be able to experience it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, Felipe, uh, you haven't, hadn't seen it before no. on Disney, right? And I actually went in blind. My brother was a big Hamilton fan, and my mom was too, but I decided... Like, I had heard some of the songs, but I wanted, I'm that kind of person who likes to go into things kind of spoiler-free, if it, especially if it's a musical, because then I can discover the soundtrack afterwards. But I feel like with Hamilton, that was a mistake, 
because I feel like there were so many nuances in the lyrics that you can't pick up on a first watch. So I'm definitely looking forward to watching it again. We have plans with my friend to watch it. Uh, I don't know how it's going to work via Zoom, but we're going to try and figure it out. And I'm excited for that rewatch. But then in terms of the music, I definitely like got really invested in it afterwards and would like to become more of a Hamilton expert with the second rewatch and more deep understanding of the lyrics because I was just trying to follow along and there was like such interesting things and the lyrics are like so smart. So I loved it, but also I know I didn't appreciate its its full potential. My um, little hack, my little bit of advice for you for the next time that you see it, and, I, and maybe you did this the first time too, but uh, so I showed my parents it um, the Friday it came out and they loved it. But what helped them was at the start of act two, I put the captions on. So if you put the okay. captions on, like you're able to follow the lyrics. Because of course, yeah. on, on stage, on, on stage, on screen. Um, and, you know, someone like, uh, someone like David Diggs uh, raps so fast that you can't catch all of his lyrics. But with the captions on, you're able to kind of like follow along. It becomes like kind of like karaoke, you like follow the bouncing ball and you're able to like see what the lyrics really are. So yeah, that's, that's really my smart. suggestion to you for next time you watch it. Yeah, my mom in particular does not love closed captions, but I definitely, now that I'm going to be watching it without her, I will be using that. Basically, um, everything that I watch now by myself and like not like with people, like I have the captions on. Like, I, I, I don't know what I became the person that loves to have the captions on on my Netflix, but, like, no, I have to have the captions on. It's really interesting because then sometimes you pick up things because especially if there are people in the room, I love the captions on. Um, but it's hard when you're watching with a family and some people don't want the captions, but I try to fight for them sometimes. Um, I had something. Oh, you mentioned Debbie Diggs. And, uh I love that man. He was the star of the show for me. I feel like everyone was super talented, but I did not know of him and just being pleasantly surprised. And I thought he was a standout from my experience watching it. And Yeah, uh, David is absolutely fantastic. Uh, he So he won the Tony for, um, for Hamilton. Uh, uh, very, very well-deserved. Uh, however, one of the people that he beat out uh, was Chris Jackson, who plays Washington. And I cannot hear um, Christopher Jackson saying one last time without, by the end, like, I have goosebumps. It's, it's absolute, like, tears in your eyes, goosebumps. Like, he is so phenomenal of a singer, and the runs he's able to do at the end, and it's just like, you like you 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 feel him. You feel his presence. Like he's the perfect George Washington. Um, yeah, he's 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 fantastic. I definitely agree with that. Uh, his vocal skills, like I cannot sing at all unless it's a good karaoke tune. <laughs> but um, I think he had a fantastic voice, uh, and it's really interesting. That I didn't know that that they were up against each other because. 
I do think uh, the roles of Lafayette and Jefferson had a lot of charisma in a way that was different than the Washington roles. Like they all were like super talented and engaging, but I always was drawn to David and yeah. One of my favorite things presence. about, uh, you know, speaking of the dual roles, uh, one of my favorite things about uh, the, the opening number, the, the Alexander Hamilton number is um, at, at the point where it's uh, showing the different characters, uh, like it shows uh, Anthony Ramos as, um, you know, as Philip slash John Lawrence, and it's, and it's me, I died for him. And then it's, um, or, or I don't know what the order is, but it goes to uh, David and Oak, who say, we, we fought with him. And the, the fact that it could be them as Jefferson and Madison, they fought, that like they had like conflict with each other, or it could be as Mulligan and Lafayette, we fought with him, as in like, we were like part of his team, like we all fought together. So like, I love, I think Lynn is an absolute genius with his lyrics. I, I think that uh, that's like one of my favorite little like small parts where I'm like, oh, like what does he mean by that? Like, I don't know. Um, now the other thing, speaking of the Tonys and people going up against each other is that, um, that Lynn and uh, Leslie Odom Jr. were up against each other for the Tony as well. Oh, wow. As and the then lead. who who went out? It was because it, it was it was Leslie, and, and it should have yeah. been Leslie. Le, Le, he's he's so he's so fantastic in, yeah. in Hamilton. Uh, the way that he's able to um, the, the the how the character of Burr is able to kind of change throughout, and it's just he's 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 a treasure. He's so good. Um, I know that like people love to. Uh, you know, dunk on the fact that, oh, like, Lynn's not that great a singer. And I think that, like, he would tell you the same thing. I think that he would, like, agree and say that, well, like, I know I'm not, but, you know, I, I it's, it's, yeah, I, I, I don't, I went on a whole rant on the um, episode about season I did with Kuya about how you know, there are a lot of people that are, like, haters out there that, like, on the day, I, like, told them, like, just stay off Twitter because I don't want to see, like, all of these, like, well, actually, it's overrated, and actually, it's just schoolhouse rock, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I, thankfully, like, I think the praise kind of drowned that out a little bit. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's... I love it. I love seeing it live. I love the fact that um, it's, you know, out there for the public now, that everyone uh, who has Disney Plus is able to see it and enjoy it. And now a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Now let's get back to the show. Uh, it's funny because, you know, we talk about uh, our mothers being in different generations and my mom like didn't understand the fact that she was like, oh, like, when is this on? And I'm like, it's on wherever we want it to be on. She goes, oh, so, like, for the weekend? I'm like, no, like, in perpetuity, like, it's on Disney+. Plus. Like, we can watch it whenever we want. Yeah. 
no, that's, and that's the great thing. Like you could watch it every night if you wanted to and absorb something new every single time. Cause I feel like it's one of those mediums or these stories that every time you watch it, you take something else away from it in a way that not every story has. And like you said, Lynn is a genius in terms of the writing and, uh, I, when I asked about if he had won the Tony, because I, I knew he had won Tonys for this, but I didn't remember if he had won an acting one as well, or like the, uh, it was all Leslie. Yeah. No, I agree with that decision. Um, no offense, Lynn, but uh, I think Leslie was definitely a scene stealer in that. But. What was your favorite number? Like, what was your favorite thing to watch and like did you immediately say like I need to watch that again um I loved the finale I thought that was the finale number was very interesting and I really liked the whole and then reading online on Twitter the like debate about what it means with the gasp and everything so that was really because I didn't expect that um I knew a few like I said I knew a few of the songs so I was like super hyped when they came on or I guess hype's not the right word for burn, but um, excited for them. Uh, one that I really, really thought was super creative was the one, I don't remember the name of it, but it's when uh, Burr and Hamilton are singing to their children. Dear Theodosia. Yes, that one. Um, I have it, I've been going through the soundtrack and just like hitting it. And then I did the thing on Spotify where it goes random. And I couldn't figure out how to change it when I was listening. And then I was doing that. And then not to bring the mood down, but then when Naya Rivera went missing, I've been listening to my Santana Lopez playlist um, since then. So I haven't gotten back to my Hamilton lately. Um, But that one, Dear Theodosia, was incredible with the duality that you mentioned earlier uh, between the two characters. Yeah, and there are so many um, there's so many numbers that really benefit from seeing how they're staged. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, uh, satisfied comes to mind where, like, yeah, like it, it's an unbelievable song when you just hear like Renee sing it on the album. But to see the way that it's blocked and it's staged and how it's rewinding time and it's just like it it, it really benefits from being there in person. Um, uh, so does um like the Guns Reynolds pamphlet like really benefits from seeing it in person yeah where it happened but it's like they're, they're all like they're, they're all fantastic yeah at the opening few numbers also just seeing that all come together was really cool because it's you can hear it on a soundtrack or but like seeing it and i thought the choreography was super smart and super mm. well done in terms and then I didn't know that they were going to have that spinny wheel thing at the bottom uh, in the center. And like the way they used it was so well done. The set was incredible. So it was just an all around amazing production. Like the detail and everything was really well thought out. So do you have any final thoughts on Hamilton before we move on to our assignment? (laughs) Um, I mean, nothing original, like nothing new. It's, it's, it's fantastic. And I, um, I love it, and if you don't, then, you know, different strokes, different folks. You know, I'm, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not here to, 
say which uh, art you should uh, appreciate, uh, you know, as long as it's, you know, uh, not hurting anyone, then you can enjoy whatever art you want to enjoy. And I choose to uh, enjoy Hamilton. Exactly. And this isn't going to be like the most academic discussion of Hamilton, but we're just two people who enjoyed the, uh, the Disney Plus show and then uh, MJC enjoyed it in other uh, live viewings but and recordings, but we're just here to discuss it because it's something that we both enjoyed. But there's also a ton of critical thinking about like the play itself and the musical, and that's also really interesting to read. Uh, like I mentioned, the arguments about what happens at the end is really fascinating, especially for someone who didn't know that there was this whole debate about it. Um, until after watching it. So definitely check it out if you haven't uh, and then enjoy it. And if you don't like it, don't add us. <laughs> Taking from Miss Allie Lasher herself. <laughs> um, so like I said, we're gonna transition to talk about the Disney Channel alumni um, and their music careers. So we have a list and some of them are gonna be more in depth than others. Uh, and then uh, we're going to just kind of go off our own personal history. Like I said, uh, we might not be as knowledgeable or there might not be as much on certain people as there are on others, but we're going to take a look. And I have prepared a few little notes for myself to help follow along. And uh, also I have a few questions as we go through, like what's your favorite song and stuff like that. So um we'll come back to the all-star collaborations because I know that was a question from Nicole Horn in the, in the thread, but great Nicole Horn, the great winner of fake sequester. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Sequester, not sequester TM uh, hosted by at life plus Preston on Twitter. Give the follows. Um, MJC robbed legend. I was so excited. I was so excited. Got me. <laughs> yeah. So MJC and Sari together on they need their own heads. Um so Britney Spears is the first person I have on this list uh from the Mickey Mouse Club. Um so some fast facts are that she has nine studio albums, seven compilation albums, three EPs, 41 singles and was the X Factor judge on season 2 of the US version. So did With you watch that someone season? else that we will probably be talking about very soon. Yes, she, Miss Demi Lovato was there too. Uh, yeah. Did you watch that season of The X Factor? I, I did. I watched the first one and then I fell off the second two, but I heard those were like a lot messier in terms of like the judge drama. Um, well, I don't know because the first one was, that was with Nicole Scherzinger, right? Yeah. Um, who, and that one had the drama of like a couple weeks in a row, like one of the better performers went out. And I think once, I think a lot of people blame Nicole for that because she kind of forced a tie when- Oh, the Rachel Crow have, of it all? What? Rachel Crow? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I definitely uh, remember Britney 
as an X Factor judge. Yeah, she also has this great GIF um, and meme where from her time there, where she just has like a stank face or something. But yeah, yeah. she's she's smelling a fart essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and this isn't going to be a discussion on free Britney, but we do hope that everything sorts itself out with her mental health. But Mm. in terms of her discography, do you have a favorite album or any? first thoughts on Britney? Um, yeah, I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a little bit older than you are, Felipe. Uh, I want to say about a decade, um, uh, maybe even more, but I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm not going to age back to you. Uh, so I remember um, very vividly uh, Britney uh, coming onto the scene with, you know, Baby One More Time, with um, what's the um, oh wow I, I'm, I, I, like I'm going to my Spotify right now <laughs> what's up? Oops I Did It Again Oops I Did It Again of course um, Lucky uh, you know uh, songs like that uh, drive me crazy uh, I like um, I, I like Britney I, I think that some of her uh, uh, her work in Kind of like the mid to late 2000s are some of my favorites. Like I, uh, I really like the Circus album. Um, I think that uh, my two favorite Britney songs, I would say, are uh, Toxic, of course. Uh, Toxic, the only uh, Britney song it, that I have uh, done at karaoke. Ooh. Uh, and uh, I really like uh, Till the World Ends. It's one of my okay. favorites. Uh, it's on a lot of my mixes. It's on my working out mix. Um, and I remember pretty vividly the, um, I remember pretty vividly the, since we were, you know, talking about Glee, uh, yeah. the Glee episode, the Britney uh, Glee episode. Did they do Britney twice or did they only do it once? So they did Britney twice, once in season two and once in season four. But season okay. four is I definitely less known. I remember one because it's, it's because Mr. Shu sings Toxic, toxic uh, at an assembly. And I remember being like, this is, you know, yeah. added to the list of reasons why uh, Mr. Shu is quite inappropriate. Have I sent you the Mr. Shu TikTok? Uh, it's no, a video don't worry to. you don't yeah. need tiktok on your phone i'll send you the video after the podcast um yeah. it's this one girl reading mr shoe tweets about how he's the worst and it kills me <laughs> uh what's the um uh does Artie sing stronger in that yeah. episode that's stronger. Good. I, I remember liking uh that that version yeah and then Miss Santana and Britney, they have a duet to me against the music. That's pretty fantastic. Um, a banger, if I call it myself. Uh, that, honestly, the Glee episodes introduced me to a lot of the Britney songs I didn't know. Because I did. That was, like, around the time that I was discovering a lot of music via Glee. And The Voice, the American Idols, all those shows to teach me about other music. So... And now I would consider myself a Britney guy. I'm familiar with a lot of her work. Uh, if I had to pick some of my favorites, I listed out, I'm basic. I love Baby one more time. And oops, I did it again. Um, but I also really like Stronger. Um, that's just something that I have on a lot. And I know all the words. And uh, there's some great 
Drag Race lip syncs to that song. That uh, Peppermint versus Trinity in season nine is pretty memorable to me, even though that's not the most memorable lip sync from that episode. But so I really enjoy that one. Um, and would you say her most famous is Toxic? Um, I don't know. I, I, I would say it's either Baby yeah. One More Time or Oops, I Did It Again. So I wrote down Toxic, and then as we were having this conversation, I'm like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> um, but I definitely feel like Toxic is, I feel like those are her top three um, mm-hmm. songs that I feel like most people would know of, um, even if you're the casual of all casual Britney people. Um, oh, I remember. I'm, I'm just going through her uh, Spotify right now. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes is a good one. Yeah, I, that was my hella underrated song. Yep, I, yep. I have a most underrated um, or semi underrated and then a hella underrated. All right. Um, what's your semi underrated? I have three because okay. I feel like no one talks about three as much. And that was very big in my middle school days. And then later I found out it was about a threesome and I was a little <laughs> shook. Um, but because middle school me was like, oh, it's just. I don't know, but, and then sometimes was my hella underrated. Yeah. I do like the Glee version of three that they do in season four. Um, okay. It, it's a little, it's more of an acoustic folky version. Uh, but yeah. So do you have a underrated track that you would like to highlight? Um, it's a good question. <laughs> uh, I, I think that, uh, I know I already listed, I already mentioned it, but uh, I think Circus is really underrated. I think Circus is a fun song. Um, I think If You Seek Amy is a fun song. Um, yeah. Uh, so I would say uh, those two. And that's going to expose me, by the way, probably as like a Britney casual. Yeah. Like, oh, like you should have said like this song off the Glory album. And, uh, you know, I just... <laughs> oh. There are some here that I'm very casual on. Like if I have more of their Disney Channel songs on here than mm-hmm. their like post stuff, then it's definitely a casual take for that person. And I know I'm gonna get added for one person in particular, but okay, we'll I'll get be there. For that. Yeah, I'm gonna. One of my friends is gonna, or actually a few of my friends are gonna add me for one person. But we'll get to that. Um, do you want to move on to Christina Aguilera? Well, I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about Christina. Xtina. Um, so some fast facts on her. She has eight studio albums, six compilation albums. She has an EP, which is Justin and Christina. We'll get to him later. Mm-hmm. 42 singles, one soundtrack album for Burlesque, um, 19 promotional singles. Uh, I don't understand. I think that's probably like one-offs on a movie, but I feel like that would be on a soundtrack. And then she was a voice coach for seasons one to three, five, eight, and 10. 10 was the season she won. Um, so general thoughts on Xtina. Yeah, um, I think that, um, so I like Christina. I, I, I think that, um, I warmed to her more when I got to see more of her, like, fun side when she was on The Voice as a host. Um, and, like, I find myself just, like, going through her catalog, um, like, really, uh, forgetting how much I enjoy some of her songs, and so I'm like, oh, like, you know, 
yeah, she she has a you know um, a reputation, whether it's deserved or not, of being a diva. But uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 a you know I, uh, Christina has grown on me. I'll say. Yeah, um, I personally think Christina has one of the best voices in the music industry mm. at this time. Um, I think she it's. But I'm also kind of the person that would love all the runs that she does. Um, yeah. Uh, on The Voice, some of my favorite parts were when she would be coaching and then just burst out into song. Yep, and I was like, yep. I want a full version of this Christina track. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch the Disney sing-along spectacular? I did not. I know that you podcasted about it. I did. She, had, she was in both of them. And I think she had a great rendition of Can You Feel the Love Tonight. But it's also like suited to me where she does some of her she does a, a lot less than you would expect for a Christina song to have runs in, but she has a few of those classic Christina runs in there. Um, uh, one of my favorite Big Brother Life clips was in season 14 when Brittany Haynes goes off on Christina Aguilera, which is kind of funny, even as a Christina fan, I'll send that to you and po- and tweet about it later. Yeah. Um, but in terms of her albums, uh, some of her, like, she, she obviously has the self-named Christina Aguilera. I feel like Stripped is her most famous. Um, yeah, I would say so. And then Mira Flejo, I also wrote down because she does incorporate a lot of her Latin background as a fellow white Latina, or mm-hmm. I'm a, a white Latinx member of the community. Um, that's something that I definitely appreciate, that she incorporates her, uh, her roots um, do you have any personal favorite songs or albums? Um, yeah. Uh, so going like really early, Christina, like, of course, um, Gene in a Bottle is, you know, it, it absolutely, uh, it slaps. <laughs> uh, it's definitely one of my favorite. Uh, um, I think one, uh, uh, and then of course, you can't forget, that uh, she sang Reflection from uh, Mulan. Yeah, that was like her big break from what I was reading earlier. It was her first like solo music break was getting the Reflection credits version. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Stripped has uh, a lot of phenomenal songs. Uh, one of the ones that is, um, I, I put in the underrated category uh, is The Voice Within. Uh, that was one of those ones where, uh, right after the album, like everyone in like my chorus class was like trying to sing that as like a solo for um, like talent shows. Like that got a lot of play there, and that's like that's a mountain to be able to like try to sing that. And you know, some were more successful than others. <laughs> uh, no, that's I think. Exposed uh, them. A really like unbelievable, <laughs> pretty, pretty song. Um, and then uh, another one that I really like, uh, and again, you know, I'm exposing myself as, as a casual, but I don't care, uh, is uh, Ain't No Other Man. I think that's, uh, that's uh, on my list. Yeah, yeah. it's a great song. What um, are some of your faves? So uh, I think it's not on my top three. Like in my top three, I put Genie in a Bottle, Ain't No Other Man, and Fighter. Um, I love Fighter's Fighter. Great. It's a great like workout song, like you mentioned earlier. It's a very great like. I think it's a fantastic number. Um, and 
it also has a great lip sync on Drag Race uh, season All Stars four finale. Um, but uh, I think I turn to you is very b- beautiful as well. Um, if you're familiar with that one, yes, of course. Um, and I feel like they did that. There was like a really good battle on the voice one season. And I don't think she was coaching that season because I was very annoyed that she didn't have commentary. Um, and I feel like we can't, we can't keep talking without shouting out beautiful. Yeah, I was, that was literally what I was going to say that I feel like that yeah. might be her most famous song it, across it all generations. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah. Been, been covered to death, you know, done every which way, but, uh, I don't know, no version I've ever heard uh, stands up to the original. Like, yeah. That's one of those ones where, like, there are some songs. Um, like, I would say that <clears throat> uh, I always like covers of Train songs better than Train <laughs> versions. Like, I've never, um, you know, I, I've never uh, said that about uh, Beautiful. Like, Beautiful I, like, needs to be done by Christine. And well, people do have talent. Like, I think Amber Riley did a serviceable, no, not serviceable, a good job with it um, on Glee. I think you can't beat Christina Aguilera in that song. Sure. I, so there was, um, there, there, back when, uh, now, uh, the, the, the reason why uh, Felipe and I know each other is that we are both uh, a part of the same uh, online Survivor community, uh, RHAP. And uh, speaking of the Wandoff, uh, which there, a lot of uh, people have tried Christina songs in the Wanda, for sure. Uh, I could think of, uh, uh, oh man, the, w- there's one about Ryan Ulrich in HHH uh, for Jeannie in a Bottle. And it's like, oh, oh yes. On the bottom, maybe, or something, or whatever yeah. it was. And it was absolutely hysterical. But um, no, I mentioned that because, so before last year people were able to on the website like comment on uh you know comment on the episodes yeah and uh there was this guy who would always comment uh and he loved to comment on uh the wand off uh by the name of dan bueno his i know right (laughs) i forgot about that man around these parts but his big thing was whenever anyone would do a Queen song, he'd be like, I give it an F. No one should ever sing Queen, and you're never going to match up to Freddie Mercury. And blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm sure he, uh, that, like, he would have said the same thing about uh, Christine Aguilar. Yeah, well, he can keep her name out. He can keep anyone's name out. I do not like that man. That man was toxic. <laughs> No, we already talked about Brittany Bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Felipe, you, you mentioned um, Christina's time on The Voice. Uh, do yeah. you like her duet with Blake Shelton, Just a Fool? I, I am not aware of that. <laughs> I have never listened to that. That You exposed me right there. Um, wait. Put it on the list, buddy. Put it on the list. Okay. I feel bad. like now it's coming back that I've seen it before i don't know i won't say that i've heard it but i definitely remember stuff about her having a duet with him i do have a voice duet here in my hella underrated category though um the version that she does with her finalist allison porter also known as curly sue Mm -hmm. um from season 10 they sing you've got a friend and i think they their voices blended really well together and i thought it was really beautiful um 
She also does, um, she has a version of Say Something, right? Yes, with, with uh, The Great Big World. Great Big World. Now, is she originally on that? Or is it just like, was it a Great Big World song first and then like they do it together? I'm going to look um, that up. Cause okay. Because I... like the, I, I think of Apologize by One Republic. And that was its own thing before Timbaland came around and said, we can make it better by adding, uh, 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 or like whatever, like Timbaland like added to that song. But yeah, it was one of those ones where like it was original and then Timbaland came around and was like, nah, like yeah. we can do it better, bro. So I'm so, wondering if um, The Great Big World uh, originally had Christina on that track. No, so what I'm finding is that in September of 2013, they released a solo version. And then November of 2013, she joined them for the duet. Um, Great decision. Great decision. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, actually, I also had uh, semi-underrated. My pick was Reflection that you mentioned. Uh, I think she also has something in the new Mulan soundtrack that I've listened to once or twice. Let me look up the name right now. Christina Aguilera. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. Loyal, brave, true. I heard okay. it once or twice, and I really enjoyed it. But I'm definitely like gonna savor it more after if Mulan ever comes out. Um, Absolutely. So if we are, as we're going on, if we are putting people in tears, do you have Christina above or below Britney? I think in terms of the music itself, I have Britney number one. But I think I'd rather hear. Christina cover other people's music more than okay. I did hear, rather hear Britney do Makes that. Sense. Um, so I'm writing this down. So I have Britney, Christina right now. Okay. Um, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Like, I'm going to flip it. I, I, uh, I, I love Britney, but like personally, I'm talking myself more into um, like Christina's the better singer. So I, I do I, think I, Christina's I, the better singer. I do agree with that. Um, I just am more thinking on like whose music would I go to first, I think. Okay, so we'll keep our own separate lists and then uh, at the end uh, we can uh, post about it on the Facebook page and say like who was right. Yes, oh, I love it. Let's continue. Do you want to finish out the Mickey Mouse Club trio? Let's do it. So we have JT, Justin Timberlake and our fast facts are um, in, as an individual, he has five studio albums, two compilation albums, three EPs, 40 singles, was involved with two soundtracks, Trolls and the Book of Love, and has other charted songs, at 17 other charted songs, and he is also a member of NSYNC. Um, so do you want to talk about his NSYNC days at all first, or do you want to just sure. fast yeah, forward? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I actually have some of the NSYNC songs in my top um, stuff instead of just JT singles. But I think NSYNC, I think if I'm going straight between Bye 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 or I Want It That Way, I think Bye 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 slightly slaps more. Slaps more. That might be atrocious to some people, but that's my take. But as a whole, I do think I didn't grow up having a side so i enjoy both their music of the bsb and the nsync mm-hmm. uh yeah um no strings attached album was you know uh, it still is like one of the, the really uh great albums of my youth uh, for, for sure 
Um, yeah. Uh, when it came to Instinct versus Backstreet Boys, um, I didn't you have were like, a hard. Team ninety eight degrees. <laughs> I, I, I do love the Lachey's very much. Um, one of my favorite. One of my favorites. You know, I, I know that we're talking about Justin and Instinct, but um, one of the things about Nick Lachey that I really love is so uh, after um, you know a- after uh, he divorced Jessica Simpson. Uh, he came out with um, uh, What's Left of Me. Do you, do, are you familiar with the song? I am familiar with the title. I don't think. Here, I'm writing all oh, these okay. down. So, What's Left of Me. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it's just a very, um, you know, it's, he, he, he's, he's sad because, like, he got divorced and, you know, um, uh, I, I, this isn't going to land as much because you don't know the song. But for those out podcast listeners out there who know what's left of me, uh, I want you to picture him playing it for his buddies for the first time. Like, guys, you have to hear this latest song that I wrote. And just the reaction from, like, his boys from Cincinnati had to be, like, all, like, looking at each other and like, yeah, man. Like, that's just good song. <laughs> So he sounds very broken in it. He's very broken in the song. Very, oh, no. very. Uh, yeah. It shouts out to Cliche. Yeah. Uh, Dancing with the Stars contestant and dating around, not dating around, uh, Love is Blind host. Of course, of course. But let's, let's get, get getting back to NSYNC. Yes. Um, uh, Tearing Up My Heart is just, you know, we'll put that on at the wedding and, and watch the dance floor uh, fill up with people of, of our generation. Um, yeah, I, I think I was more, just because of longevity issues, I think I was more of a Backstreet Boys person than an Instinct person, but, um, I respect a lot of, like you said, Bye 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 is great, um, uh, it's gonna be me. I Drive Myself Crazy is a good one, uh, God must spend a little more time on you, like, definitely... Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely um, a, a part of Justin's history that we can't ignore. For sure, yeah. It's kind of his original stamp on the music industry. Uh, now, were you watching, I believe this was the last season of American Idol that was on Fox, but it was the last one with uh, J Lo, Keith Urban, and Harry Connick Jr. Uh, were you watching that season? Do you remember? Or no? I was not watching that season, but I was tangentially following it. Like I know, I was invested in La Portia Renee. Okay. As I so her. there was uh, there uh, there was a contestant that season, Dalton uh, Rapatoni or Rapatoni from or whatever. Um, he was in a boy band. Was it M Five? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but what he did, which was like great, is that he reimagined a lot of songs and he does a version of It's Gonna Be Me that um, I love. And uh, whenever I've done it for karaoke, like I- I- I've kind of tapped into that energy more than like the original. Uh, so if uh, you're unfamiliar with it, like I would look up the. And, and, you know, it's just, like, 
just like Hollywood movies. So it's just like a 45 second like snippet of it. But him doing It's Gonna Be Me uh, was fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking at a Hollywood week part four, second solo, It's Gonna Be Me. Uh, yeah, I always was upset whenever American Idol would only put out the 45 second like aired. Sure, right? Yeah, because right? yeah. um, there's another one, uh, Didi Banami on season nine when she sang. Uh, What's the song that Cara Diaguardi wrote that she was like? Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, but I, terrified. I can't think of the name of it right now. Yeah, um, and I like that one. I think it's Terrified, right? Terrified. Yep, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I wanted a full version of that one. Or um, season nine was my prime for American Idol, which is a weird season, but <laughs> to be your like most well-known one. But I was uh, a big, I was a big seven and eight guy. Um, here's now, here's my thing, and. and uh, you know, I, I think the, the the proof is in the pudding with, you know, post-idol uh, careers. But I was definitely Team Chris over Team Adam in, uh, in season eight. Like, I loved Chris Allen. Yeah. But I think, we, has he been, besides Live Like We're Dying, has he done a lot of stuff after? Well, he's, like, like put out albums, and they've been yeah. good albums. But, like, you know, Adam Lambert yeah. is, like, a I generational think... talent. Yeah, I think um, I was a big Chris Allen fan. Well, that was in the, the middle song. of the of the WGWG. Uh, yeah, the that was like the, the start of it. Like, no, because Cook was the year before. Cook was seven. yeah, yeah. So and well, then it went, it went it Cook, just... then Allen, then Lee DeWise, then Philip Phillips, and then was eleven when Candace won. No, I think Scotty oh. McCreary, then Philip. Scotty Phillips. was eleven, then Candace. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. If you're like surprised by this level of like nerd dumb of us talking about American Idol, then you don't know the two of us. Like, yeah. Like, Did you ever listen? So, I'm really enjoying this, by the way, Felipe. This is same. Did you listen to the Jordan Parhar, Mike Bloom deep dive on American Idol back in the day? Yes, of course I did. Yeah, that was one of my favorite We're Happy Hours, and uh, I hope Jordan's doing well. Yeah. Shouts out Parhar. Yeah. Um, so oh, the good ones. Anyway, yes. <laughs> um, JT solo career. I, I don't know if you know this about me. I don't know if I like give off this energy. I'm a big JT guy. Oh wow! What did you think I of his Super Bowl JT. performance? What's up? His Super Bowl performance in a, a few it. years ago. Loved it. Really? I, I did not love his most recent Super Bowl performance. Oh, that was great. But I also like I, I you know. I really enjoyed Coldplay. I really enjoyed yeah. Adam, uh, Maroon Five. Like, oh, I like I'm, Maroon Five. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not, uh, you know, Felipe. Like you, you, you know, you, you know me pretty well. Um, am I like generally a critical person? No, unless it comes to like a Survivor game you really don't like. Yeah, no, I, I really, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm a Pollyanna man. Like, I like most yeah. things. Like, I, I like appreciate most things. So. I liked uh, Justin's uh, Super Bowl performance. Um, I will say that uh, Future Sex Love Sounds is one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, that's one of the albums I have listed here of like his best stuff. He doesn't have as much as Britney or Christina, but in terms of that, I definitely like, that's a notable album for sure. Uh, yeah, what are some other um, albums of, uh, or uh, songs from Justin that you like? Um, so in terms of the albums, I, I 
I, I don't know if this is an unpopular take, but I really do enjoy the 2020 experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Justified is like, I like that he went with, in terms of the self-branded album, he went with Justified instead of Justin Timberlake. I think that's a creative spin on it. Um, my three favorites are Bye Bye Bye. I incorporated that. Um, I Something about Suit and Tie is just so slappable. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then also not a bad my favorite, thing. My favorite part about... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's all good. You're the host. I'm the guest. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I have very distinct memories of... I think it was at the Grammys, but it could have been at, like, the, like, ACM award. I think it was the Grammys, where Justin is singing suit and tie and Jay-Z from the, like from the audience gets up and does his verse. And it was just like, so cool. I loved it so much. What a duo. That was, that song slaps. Um, and then the third one I had in my top but that three. Was, was- so that was the year after, maybe not the year after, but a couple years after um, was, uh, Coldplay, which I mentioned earlier, yeah. Um, they and I, I'm, I love Coldplay, big Coldplay guy. Um, but they did at the Grammys, uh, lost. Just because you're losing doesn't mean you're lost. But like one of like a great, a great song. And so Jay Z does a version where like he does like a rap break in it. Uh, also, which is fantastic. And now it's another one where at the Grammys where it's just Chris Martin and he's like on the small stage and he's like singing Lost and everyone's like, is Jay going to come out? Like, is Jay-Z going to do his part of the song? And he did and it was like, yes! Fantastic! Uh- and now, quick break to hear from our sponsors. Now let's get back to the show. Uh, I'm going to tell another one. Kanye at Madison Square Garden in 2006. So this was like after, um, th- this was in like the, the trio of the college dropout education and, and all of those. It was the middle one. And so for the last, he was at Madison Square Garden, okay? And the, 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 the last song he does is Diamond from Sierra Leone. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Dimension Sierra Leone, but uh, if you're unfamiliar with it, Jay-Z appears on that song at one point where Kanye like does the song and then Jay-Z pops in and goes, I got it from here, yay, damn, and then starts like doing his part. So he saves Dimension Sierra Leone for last. We're at MSG, New York City, and there's a buzz in the theater. Everyone's like looking at each other like, oh my God, Jay's here. He's coming out. He's going to come out and he's going to do his part. And it gets to the point of the song where Jay-Z would come out and Kanye keeps going. And you can hear everyone at the theater for Madison Square Garden. It's a huge venue. You can hear everyone who paid money for this concert go, oh! They were so bad that Jay-Z did not come out and do his part for the song. 
It was such a great moment. Oh my god, I the JC. And then, so he never came out after. I didn't know any of these stories. So I'm no, glad that you're... he didn't do the. You know, he didn't. He, he wasn't there. He he didn't do the song. JC, you let us down. Um, which is it's, yeah, it, it's so. I'm going to tie it back. So when Andy Samberg a couple years ago uh, hosted the season finale of SNL. He gets out, and the first thing he says, like, the first joke he says, it's like, hey, like, I'm Andy Samberg, and no, Justin Timberlake isn't here. (laughs) He just wanted to, like, all right, like, he's not coming, so, like, don't, like, get disappointed when he doesn't show up by the end of the game. Um, No, I, I, so, I love that uh, Justin does stuff with, Lonely Island. Yeah, I, I was gonna say Dick in the that, Box. Um, he does stuff with uh, with 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 Jimmy Fallon. I, I I love to think that like Fallon and Sandberg have this little fight. Like, no, like Justin loves me more. Like, no, he loves me more. It's like the fight between. <laughs> I think he loves Andy <laughs> more. If I'm if I have too. an opinion on that, <laughs> if I have to call my shot. Um. So yeah. So. Uh, I love 2020 Experience. Also, uh, part one came out on my birthday in, I want to say, 2015. So that was fantastic. Uh, yeah, Suit and Tie is great. Another, um, uh, other songs on that one that are really great, too. Uh, 2013, I should say, on 2020 Experience. I'm on Spotify right now. Uh, Push I like love Mirrors on there. Mirrors is fantastic. Yep, yep. Uh, and then, uh, you know, part two isn't as great, but there's some good songs on part two also. Um, speaking of, uh, you know, speaking of Jay-Z, they do um, Holy Grail, which is a fun yeah. song together. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Future Sex Love Sounds, uh, Future Sex Love Sound, Sexy Back, uh, <laughs> Love Stone, What Goes Around Comes Around, Summer Love, like, those are five songs that like I've worn out that I love all of those songs. That is such a great album. Um, of course, uh, we have to also discuss uh, the Super Bowl that the Pats beat the Panthers uh, because that's the one with the wardrobe malfunction. Yes, Janet Jackson. Um, of important moment in history in many of my classes. We talked about that mm-hmm. regarding FCC violations um many times throughout my college career uh and so do you you were watching live i presume as a a big football guy b a pats fan and c a justin timberlake fan in the room yeah yeah Yeah. yeah, of course um Uh, i didn't know what happened like i I didn't you know i I didn't know like this was pre-twitter like this is pre like facebook like yeah I, i didn't know what happened until uh after the super bowl i want to say yeah no i don't know if i watched that super bowl completely honest because if you like if you if you watch it back um it's it's not like it's not like the nipples on on screen very long it's just like you're not really like drawn to it you're just like looking at the i don't know like it's not uh but maybe you know i was like 16 years old and just wasn't uh you know looking yeah. in that direction at the time like you know i don't know 
Yeah. Um, do you think he did it on purpose? There's a conspiracy theory that he did. I mean, the the lyric right before he does it is that will have you naked by the end of the song. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, he also, um, he, uh, he really, he did great. He hosted the SBs. Uh, 10-ish years ago uh, and had a great uh, monologue song where uh, he kind of riffs on uh, that moment also. So uh, that's another thing to actually list, Felipe, if you haven't seen it. That's on my list. uh, Justin Timberlake at the ESPYs was a lot of fun. He's so talented. You know, he's he's a good actor. um, He's a really good singer. I know that a lot of his more recent albums, more recent stuff hasn't uh, clicked as much as some of the older stuff. But I, I, you know, I think "Say Something's a good song. Um, I, you know, uh, I love uh, his his troll song. I, I'm, you know, I remember uh, the performance to open the Oscars a couple years ago where he did it, and just like everyone was out of their seat. It was such a great moment. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a big JT guy. Um, yeah, I, I have nothing else to say except that uh, I have, uh, you know, I have a man crush on the guy. And uh, it, it's widely known amongst my friends uh, how much uh, I love him today. How do you feel about Not a Bad Thing? That's one of my favorites. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that's a bop that slaps, if I do say yep, so myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I, I like that one. And then what do you have for the underrated category? Because I have two here. Um, one's semi-underrated for minutes. Like, obviously, it's known, but I feel like it's more known as a Madonna song. Say the world. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and then my hella underrated is, have you heard Morning Light with Alicia Keys? No. That's... um. It's a recent one, and I think it's really good. Um, he also has a uh, song with Chris Stapleton on that uh, album that's really nice. Um, but Say I really, something, which is, yeah, I mentioned Yeah, yeah um, but I really like Morning Light with Alicia Keys. I think their voices go together really well on that song. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have um, any final? Oh, go ahead. No, so you were asking about uh, like underrated songs. Yeah. Um, I like Cabaret, the one that he does uh, with Drake on 2020 Experience Part 2. Um, Drink You Away, I think, is a really great song. I like that one. Uh, and then one of the, uh, the older ones that um, I think people forget about how much is, uh, that, they, that they enjoy is uh, Senorita. I think Senorita yeah. is uh, just a lot of... Uh, a lot Not of the Shawn Mendes one. <laughs> Uh, I like that song too, but uh, yeah. no, not 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 that one. Um, unfortunately, uh, Sean and Camilla are not Disney people, so uh, we're not going to be ranking them. Yeah, no. Um, also, from what I understand, we're Camilla is a little bit canceled um, for her actions towards Normani. Uh, we can have some uh, one of my friends who's big into the. Uh, they're not Little Mix. What are they? Fifth Harmony. The yep. Fifth Harmony history and drama. We can have them on one day and discuss that all. I think she's... I think she, people have tried to cancel her before. 
So, yeah. Um, From what I understand, it's very, she's a little bit of a Leah Michelle kind of canceled. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any final thoughts on JT? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> he, he goes to the top of the list. He, okay. He, he, I, I'm putting him up above uh, Christina and Brittany. See, I, I, yeah, um, I love the divas, so yeah. I'm definitely biased towards them. So I put JT in turn at three of three right now, but yeah. not to say that I don't love JT. Also, the troll soundtrack, we love it. Of course. <laughs> yes. Um, so do you want to go to the next era? What I'm calling like the early 2000s Disney group. Um, so first up, this is the person that we're gonna get. That I'm personally gonna get added. Um, is Hilary Duff. Um, okay. Fast Facts, Studio Albums 5, Live Albums 2, Compilation Albums 5. She has five video albums, 23 music videos, two EPs, and 22 singles. Um, so tell me about your Hilary Duff um, knowledge. Um, I had a massive crush on Hilary Duff when I was younger. Um, I have a massive crush on Hillary Duff, star of Younger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I love Hillary Duff. Yeah. Um, were you a big Lizzie McGuire fan back in the day? Of course. Of course. Yes. Lizzie probably McGuire. like, I mean, I was probably too, too, probably too old for it, but, you know, it didn't stop me from flipping on Disney Channel and enjoying it. Lizzie McGuire is probably like the starting point of when I like got like my Disney Channel knowledge. So um, I definitely feel like I have a connection in that aspect. And then the Lizzie McGuire movie, I mean, Hey Now, spoiler alert, is in my top three songs. Yeah, that's a good song. <laughs> and I, that's going to get me added, but... Um, have that, you ever um, either done it for karaoke or seen someone do it for karaoke? I've definitely seen someone do it for karaoke. Um, I personally have it. I have another song that we might get to later that is my go-to karaoke song. Yeah. I've actually sang it at quite a few RHAP events, um, nice. including most recently at the RHAP 10-year anniversary party with uh, Swaggy J himself. <laughs> um, and so, but I have seen people do it. I think someone did it at the Halloween bar that I went to this last year after work. I went to... I went to my friend's stand-up comedy show and then someone at the next bar over when we went there was doing that. Um, in terms of three albums that I'd like to highlight for Hilary Duff, uh, the Metamorphosis album, Hilary Duff and Dignity. Um, so I need to give this man a shout out. Alex Fischler is obsessed with the Metamorphosis album and it would not be a podcast uh, discussing Hilary Duff without mentioning him. Um, so, do you have any favorite Hillary yeah. tracks? Um, so, Yesterday, of course. Yep. Is uh, one of my favorites. Uh, and then I'm going to give a shout out to her cover of Our Lips Are Sealed with her sister Haley. Oh, um, I definitely have listened to a few of the Haley Hillary tracks, but mm -hmm. I don't know if that is that their only one together? Probably not, right? Uh, it's on the most wanted album. I think it's the last track, one of the last tracks. Okay, I'm adding that just to double check. So, uh, oh, lips. why not? I, I, why not's a great song. Oh, that's on my list. Yeah. Okay. I have why not, and then somebody's watching over me. Um, 
from she sing that in a movie i don't remember which one um and then my underrated one i only have one because like i said i'm not as well versed in hillary duff uh with love i don't know if you mentioned that when my internet cut out for a second but i did it but that's a good one yes um do you have any others that you would like to add right now um i think we touched on like some of like the big bops from her um yeah you know i i also will admit that uh, I'm not as well versed in her catalog as I am with some of the other people that we've already talked about slash will be talking about. Yeah. But I think we had to include her. I think we had to talk about Hillary Duff. Um, She's the start of a trend of um, the younger girls that go on to have music careers in the Disney Channel, I feel. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, like I said, um, I, uh, I really love her on Younger. Um, I think it's so like, she look, she's grown up so well that she's like still just this like really good actress. Looks very much like you would think Hilary Duff would still look like. Uh, and yeah, what's, <laughs> I saw someone tweet about this and I think that um, I, I had to either like retweet it. If not, I had to put like a star by it. But uh, on The Politician, which is the Netflix show that Ryan Murphy wrote, uh, like Ben Platt sings on most episodes. Yeah. He like gets an opportunity to like, he sings a lot on The Politician. In, I want to say like five seasons of Younger, Sutton Foster and Hilary Duff don't sing. Where it's like, we are actresses, like we're going to act even though we both have like, banging voices like we don't need to sing and so uh yeah shouts out to um hillary duff and Sutton foster yeah uh, my hot take is that uh i think ben platt is a very stale actor <laughs> oh so um, he needs to sing as a crush yeah um <laughs> i i watched one episode of the politician and i couldn't get through it um i well, I watched it for a project um, because it was to revamp a TV show and like make it better. And I was like, well, this got bad reviews. Let me go look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he sings River very well. Yep, but yep, I was, Yeah, in the pilot. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. That show, I couldn't really get into it as a whole. But um, I don't think Ben Platt is as talented as an actor as he is as a singer and definitely and then ryan murphy also has the experience with glee where he can make it like a real like part of the show like incorporating music and probably has his music connections and they sang river on glee also um so uh did you mention come clean when my internet cut out because i don't think we can move on without mentioning come clean i think i did okay but if i didn't then we just mentioned it yes so i'm assuming you're like me probably gonna put hillary at the bottom of the list right now unfortunately yes uh, again no disrespect to uh the the wonderful hillary duff um yeah uh ex-wife of joel madden oh i did not know what? that i'm gonna look that up joel right now or benji she married one of the one of the madden brothers she was involved with some controversy people were trying to cancel her but that was disputed um mike comrie and now she's married to matthew coma Oh, am I making up the fact that she was with one of the Maddens? She's one of the... She was married to an Euler. 
Interesting. Who am yeah. I thinking of then? Uh, my think. Oh, am I thinking of um, Asher Simpson? Maybe Madden. Uh, which one did you think she was married to? I thought it was Benji, but it might have been Joel, or I don't know. Cameron Diaz. Is he married to her? Uh, this is like really like great podcasting. Oh, he was dating Cameron Diaz at one point. Both like googling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to try to figure this out. Um, all right, so we will uh, have our corrections department uh, <laughs> come in and yes. say what we're thinking of. But uh, should we uh, move on to the next yes. uh, starlet? So I'm going kind of in order. Uh, I have Jesse McCartney up next. Um, Fast Facts, studio albums. He has five of those. Three live albums, 12 compilation albums, two video albums, 16 music videos, three EPs, 20 singles, 19 soundtrack albums. And he was most recently, spoiler alert, second place on The Mass Singer season three as the turtle. What is the turtle? Yes. Uh, that was like one of those that I feel like everyone got immediately on The Mass Singer, like even more so. I know people can get them fast, but I feel like everyone had it in his first package. Mm. and i I, you listen to the rap up or no yeah of course okay i love that yes i love that liana it was a running joke all season that she like her her spotify mix was all jesse mccartney like in the late half of the season Mm um i think she mentioned one of her favorites body language and that's also one of my favorites um so uh, three of his albums are Beautiful Soul, Right Where You Want Me, and Departure. So um, what are your, some of your favorite tracks and albums of the J- Justin, not Justin Timberlake, Jesse McCartney <laughs> discography? Um, yeah, I- I'm going to be basic. I'm going to say uh, like his, his biggest hits. I'll say Beautiful Soul yeah. was uh, one that, and again, like keep in mind, like this is, a beautiful soul album came out in 2004 so it was uh my freshman year of college and so that was just like on those on the radio a lot people were like singing along to it and it's like really was um you know really really was uh so like i always clump jesse mccartney together with ryan cabrera Yep. And uh, Teddy Geiger. Because all three of them like had like similar-ish sounds around that time. Ryan Cabrera, of course, with On the Way Down uh, and True. Uh, and Teddy Geiger with one of the, like my favorite songs of that era that people don't really remember. Uh, but it's For You, I Will, from Seize Confidence. Mm. Um, I'm adding that to the list because I'm not going to even lie that I know that. Yeah, you, yeah. So yeah, Teddy Geiger, uh, for you I will. I, I think you're, you'll you'll enjoy that one. Uh, but no, and then like Jesse McCartney came out with Beautiful Soul, uh, and then a couple years later uh, he charted again uh, with Leave It. Yeah, Leaving is my so my top three are basic Beautiful Soul, Leaving, and uh, Body Language. So. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you, I'm a casual Jesse McCartney fan, but I thought, I think he's a really great singer. Mm, um, absolutely. He was great on, uh, great on uh, The Mass Singer. Yes. Do you think that he should have won over Candy? No. 
No? Okay. I, I'm a, so I'm going to be honest. I don't watch The Masked Singer. I watch the YouTube clips. <laughs> um, but I thought, based on that, I thought Candy knocked it out of the park. Um, I will say my favorite performance of the season was The Frog um, doing uh, In the Club because I just really like what he did with that. But mm-hmm. as a whole, I think I, I have that order. Candy, Jesse McCartney, um, and then The Frog. Who's The Frog? Bow Wow. Yeah. Uh, I also, before we stop talking about Justin McCartney, uh, we have to, of course, mention that um, he uh, is is on like CW, right? He's an actor where he did what did he do? Soaps or what? What did he do? Here, let's look it up. Because um, he was he started on Dream Street, but that was a music act. Um, oh wait, the show with Lori Loughlin, right? Oh, did he? I did not know that. Um, All right, so. In 2016, he was uh, Fear the Walking Dead. He was in Young and Hungry. Um, where's his oh, filmography? The, uh, oh, let's see. Alvin and the Chipmunk. He's the voice of Thor- Theodore. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Major Crimes? No. No. Um, oh, he's uh, in the Kingdom Hearts video game series as Roxas, which okay. uh, I'm familiar with. Are you familiar with the Kingdom Hearts of it all? No. No, are you're familiar with Final Fantasy at all, or no? I mean, like tangentially. Yeah, I like Felipe. Like, I'm not a gamer. Like, the only games for PS4 that I actually play are sports games. So (laughs) I have like FIFA, NHL, NBA, MLB. I'm a FIFA stan. So uh, I love FIFA. But Um, Kingdom Hearts. Also, I really I want to mention How Do You Sleep. The song he does with Luda. Yes, not is, the Sam uh, Smith one about fantastic. Brandon Flynn. <laughs> um, no, so just for a quick aside on Kingdom Hearts, it's basically Final Fantasy meets Disney. So it's like Disney characters in like a Final Fantasy-esque kind of story with kids with some Final Fantasy characters. Hmm. Um, I'm not that familiar with Final Fantasy. I know my king, Josh Wiggler, is, but mm-hmm. um, uh, I definitely have played some of the Kingdom Hearts games as a Disney fan and um, what we play in my house are FIFA, Uncharted 2 and um, Kingdom Hearts on the PS3 (laughs) Um, so uh, also my underrated song before we move on because I need to uh, write where you want me Um, I think that's a great song it was also in Return to Halloween Town um, which is where I first discovered it and then I definitely really jammed to that song Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have any final thoughts on Jesse McCartney before we move on? No, um, I think he's gonna be slotted um above Hillary for me. Uh just because I'm not as familiar with like I think he's very talented, I think he's very good. I I respect um his work as the turtle. Um and it you know, he reminds me of my college days. Um but you know the the body of work isn't there and maybe that's me being ignorant and just not knowing enough about his recent music and hand up like i'll admit that you can go ahead and at me like if if i'm being unfair just mccartney uh at me away i think you're gonna get more hate from the hillary duff opinion from my (laughs) audience but um i i will be there with you because i also have jesse right above hillary just because i'm a little more familiar with his body of work even though I believe Hillary has 
a lot more songs mm-hmm. in recent times than he does. Um, but next up, I have the Cheetah Girls, which is more Disney focused, I guess, because a lot they don't have a ton of stuff after the franchise ended. But uh, four members: Adrian Bailon, Keely, Kelly Williams, uh, Sabrina Bryant, and Raven Simone. Um, they have two studio albums, one live album, six video albums, 17 music videos, two EPs, 15 singles, three soundtrack albums. And they went on three tours before disbanding. And then they have two Mass Singer alumni, both from season two. We have in 10th place, Raven, who was the Black Widow. And then in third place, Adrian Bailon, who was the Flamingo. So any general thoughts before we get into specifics? Um, yeah. Uh... So, unfortunately, uh, I don't have a very uh, wide uh, depth of knowledge about the Cheetah Girls. I think they were definitely after my time. Um, I will say that um, I feel for Adrian Bayon that I feel like in any other season of The Masked Singer, like, she could have easily won. I think yeah. she was up against like two juggernauts and like it wasn't fair that she was up against Daughtry and Wayne Brady. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's what I, I agree with you that. completely. I think she could, she was, she would have won season one at mm, T-Pain was kind of a juggernaut in his own right. And uh, I don't know, but I think she would have had a better chance in season one. I think she would have had a better chance in season three. I think whoever they get in season four, she could have been up there too. But like, yeah, like you said, Chris Daughtry and Wade Brady were really competitive to each other. And she was like, sadly, a distant third. Mm. Um, That being said, I think she's an incredible voice and an incredible personality. Like I'll check out the talk, not the talk, the real sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's always fun. Her, I don't remember which Maori sister it is, but they're great together. Um, they have good banter. Um, in terms of their albums, I just listed the Cheetah Girls albums because that's probably what they're best known for. Um, and then we're just going to bang through this because they're from the movies, my faves. Um, Fuego uh, from and Strut from the second one and then I'm the One from the third one are my faves. Semi Underrated, I have Route 66 and Hella Underrated, I have Fly Away from the third movie. Um, they have a Christmas album also, if you're interested. Um, which I listened to writing a paper this last year, but I think we can pretty much just close the chapter on the Cheetah Girls since that's definitely harder to look at as a group and an entity after their Disney Channel days. And I'll slot them even in last place for their post-career albums. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, that's fine. Can I pick up on some morsels that we've left out there? Uh, people have probably already added us about this, but Hilary Duff, and Joel Madden dated for like three uh, years. Okay, so that's one. And yes, Jesse McCartney was on the Lori Lachlan show that I couldn't think of the name of, but it was Summerland. Okay. So there you go. I, I'm, I'm the corrections department of my own podcast. Yes, we, we <laughs> love having someone to fact check us. Um, when was the Summerland show? Was it like a few years ago? No, it was... 2009 maybe oh okay i was like this is pre how how soon was the financials uh the college scandals after this uh wow it wasn't even 2009 2004 
Oh, wow. Uh, lasted one season. Yeah. Two seasons. I apologize. Don't, don't uh, you know, don't, don't, it's all you Summerland uh, stands. stands. Yeah. Don't, don't come at me. <laughs> um, uh, then- I want to say the stuff, the college stuff had to have been by now two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. what a time. Uh, I love right. how they just. I think like, we're gonna get into some people that I can speak uh, more on now. Yeah, I did want to throw in Vanessa Hudgens real quick because I think it's I needed to mention Say Okay and Sneaker Night. Speaking but of canceled. Oop. Yep. Um, but we can move on right away because everything else is either from the High School Musical soundtracks or the music. Uh, insert I, musical I live. Really. I loved uh, her portrayal as Rizzo on Grease Live. Yeah. Considering that uh, she lost her father 24 hours earlier. Yeah, my underrated song is uh, There Are Worse Things You Can Do from that performance. Uh, I also liked uh, The Night Before Christmas, the the Netflix uh, original Disney uh, Christmas movie she was in. Oh my God, I remember that. Where she was... uh, Dating a knight, uh, and then she was good in the um, she was good in the J Lo movie. Okay, uh, Hustlers. No, 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 she wasn't Hustlers. Uh, yeah, the one where uh, second act. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where J Lo uh, and Leah Remini are in it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, and yes, she uh, she was canceled around the, the beginning of Corona times. Yes. Um, she ha- say okay and sneaker night are great, but I think she's more known for her blank lives nowadays with Grease and Rent. Yep. Um, yep. And she still has a great voice and is a great actress, even though she is canceled. Yes. Yes. Um, but moving on, we won't even incorporate her on the list. I have the Jonas yep. Brothers up next, who have Jonas. recently uh, made a revival. Um, Joe, Nick, and Kevin, not Frankie, at Nicole Horn. Bonus Jonas. Yes. Um, we have five studio albums, three live albums, one compilation, one video um, album, 28 music videos, three EPs, 27 singles, five soundtrack albums, six promotional singles, and Nick Jonas is a coach on season 18 of The Voice. And Kevin Jonas was a second boot on The Last Donald Trump Apprentice. And Joe Jonas was on uh, the one-season NBC show, I Can Do That. Oh. Oh, I, with, I remember that. Oh, my God. Along with Nicole Scherzinger, which shout-out to her again. We keep bringing yeah. up Nicole. Um, Ciara, uh, Alan Richman, and Jeff Dye, and Cheryl yeah. Buck. Those were the <laughs> – I just and then there was also – I Can Do That. There was also a dating show that was on, like, I want to date a celebrity that was kind of like The Voice, but with dating. The Choice. Yes. Yeah. He was on that. Where, I, uh, that. I believe uh, um, Pauly D was one of them. I think Taylor Hicks was on that. I remember that one pretty clearly, too. What a panel. Um, what a panel. Um, so is it, is it canon that Nick broke up the band the first time? I haven't watched... Um, What's the documentary they have? That's I didn't watch the documentary either. I think on like a carpool karaoke, I think like Nick kind of admit to it. Where yeah, because uh, he went solo for some time, so I definitely feel like he also. Now did he go? Did he go solo before Joe did DNCE? 
I think so, yeah, because I feel like Jealous and Chains was a little before DNCE oh, was on the radio. Such great songs. Yeah. Um, uh, Nick, by the way, so uh, Nick has done a lot of acting too, where he. Uh, he was in How I to Succeed. I remember him from uh, the Jumanji movies. Uh, oh. He was. Uh, he was in. Uh, speaking of Ryan Murphy, Scream Queens, right? I have not watched Scream Queens. I believe but, he's in Scream yeah. Queens. Uh, but my first time, remember, I remember seeing Nick Jonas not in the Jonas Brothers was that for the um, Les Mis concert thing, he plays Marius. Oh my God, I did not know that. Oh yeah, and this was like, I want to say he was like 18 maybe when he did it. Yeah. So I, I think he actually played Marius on stage for a while. I remember he took over for Daniel Radcliffe on How to Succeed. I remember, um, yeah. Because I saw Daniel Radcliffe on that. That was the first Broadway show I ever saw in eighth grade. We had a New York trip. And then I want to say Darren Chris was in there for like two Darren weeks. Darren Chris was there, yep. And then Nick Jonas took over after Darren Chris. Because um, yep. I remember they wrote Darren Chris out of a few episodes of Glee, gave him an eye injury. And then he was out for a few weeks to do I that. I remember that. I remember that. Um, uh, but... Yeah. Joe was uh, uh, famously uh, an ex of Taylor Swift. Yes. Uh, now married to Sophie Turner. And Nick Jonas is married to Priyanka uh, Chopra. Nick. I don't think, he, I don't think him and uh, Demi ever did. Demi, yeah. But Selena and Miley, I definitely think he had things with. Oh, yeah. And I think they like, I, I think he like kind of jump between them a couple times yeah uh big f boy kevin is, kevin's married to a civilian kevin yes it's like the most civilian of the but world. they have a tv show married to jonas hmm. um i don't remember if it's a lifetime or on e or something but it's on it's a uh, married to jonas uh nick jonas probably definitely had a falafel boy phase between miley and selena as oh, yeah. great puya once coined oh yeah um but in terms i think Nick Jonas is definitely high up there on the man crush um, for me personally. Yeah. Um, so here's what I'll say about uh, here's what I'll say about Nick Jonas. I'm uh, not Nick Jonas. <laughs> I'll talk about all the brothers. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I'll say uh, about the Joe Bros. Um, so the Joe Bros. 1.0. I wasn't like it. What it it didn't moved the needle for me. I think there are some songs that were good, like I like Burning Up for sure. Um, but the Joe Bros 2.0, their album has three bona fide like bops. B-O-P-S bops. Capital letters. Period. Yes, absolutely. Between uh, Only Human, uh, What a Man Gotta Do, and um, uh, uh, soccer? soccer yeah um have you heard x yes okay i x is one of my favorites i love the latin infusion in that song um i also think carol's great carol g um i am really loving this new jonas brothers phase and the revival i think it's some fantastic songs that they've what a man gotta do oh slaps so hard um yeah i their performance of it at the grammys i thought was like phenomenal yeah, uh, I'm loving Jonas Brothers 2.0, but I do 
have to say, I love some of their songs from the early days, but I can also understand your point that they have some more like, like Mandy, I think is a little overrated if I'm being quite honest, but I do love year 3000, which is, I know is a cover um, and burning up and SOS. I love them all. And then also uh, how familiar are you with the Disney channel versions of their discography? Like the camp rock soundtracks, the Jonah soundtracks. Um, not, uh, not, not, not very, you know, okay. again, it was, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was after my yeah. time. Okay. Um, and thankfully, uh, someone who's very knowledgeable about camp rock and can speak very intelligently about it, uh, just did a podcast with me. So yes. if you're looking for takes on that, uh, Felipe and Nicole did a great job with, uh, talking about camp rock. It was a time and a half. We loved it. Um, but there's some bots the in way, there too. This here is a great time. <laughs> oh, I'm having so much fun. I just looked at the time we've been on for like a solid hour and a half. And I'm like, where has the time gone? It's flown. Yeah. Um, so in terms of their albums, they have Lines, Vines, and Trying Times, which I think is a very known one. Obviously the Jonas Brothers. And then Happiness Begins is their new stuff, which I think, I think the Jonas Brothers are one to watch um for the next few years um if we can get out of the house um, checked out those jonas brothers they're big to click <laughs> yeah weren't they on um the songwriting show um, i'm sure the songland i'm sure they were yeah i think they were on that show um but in terms of my three faves i have two from the early days and then x i really love because i I'm basic and I like a lot of the Joe Bro tracks. I have Year 3000 Burning Up in X. Semi-underrated, Paranoid. Um, Are you familiar with that one? It's from their first phase. Uh, No. Um, Okay, that one I really enjoy. Uh, It's, I think it's mostly featuring Nick, but obviously Joe, uh, because let's be real, Kevin doesn't sing. (laughs) No, he he plays guitar and yeah. Full yep. Um, so it's, but that one's mostly Nick. And then um, the theme song to their song, while the lyrics are a little questionable nowadays, um, it's a little, I, I think the lyrics are a little not cool, but the song itself slaps. Um, but yeah, so where would you slap the Joe Bros? Okay, so. I would put the Joe Bros. I'm slotting them right now in between Brittany and Jesse. Okay. So I, you might hate me for this. I'm putting the Joe Bros above Justin Timberlake. Okay. So I just feel like, I think based on, I definitely because I grew up, with them more as a presence and you had more JT in your life um, growing up. I feel like that mm-hmm. definitely is part of it, but um, I just think their new stuff is fire in a way that Justin Timberlake's hasn't been as much lately. Um, fair. Absolutely yeah. fair. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see what the people like, it's probably going to be like a close battle between our lists. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, we have next the trifecta of Disney Channel queens, mm-hmm. as I call them, Miley, Selena, and Demi. We'll start with Miley um, because Hannah Montana did come first. Okay. Um, technically, Barney came first, but 
uh, we're going to stick to their Disney Channel roots. Um, So she has six. These fast facts are all about Miley Cyrus, not counting Hannah Montana. So she has studio albums, six. She has one live album, two video albums, 28 music videos, four EPs, 31 singles, five soundtrack albums, six promotional singles, was the voice coach on seasons 11 and 13, as well as a guest coach on season 10 and is most known for Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, so also, daughter of Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, yes. sister of Noah Cyrus. Ready, Set, Don't Go uh, is a great song. Uh, kind of a tearjerker, but um, what is your overall impression of Miley Cyrus before we get into the specifics? Okay, so uh, I know that um, my mom like can't stand Miley. Like, like, doesn't like Miley is Mother MJC. Yeah, is very anti-Miley. Um, I like Miley a lot. I think okay. that um, she has uh, a fantastic instrument. I love, uh, I love her voice. Like, it's so cool to hear someone who is just like an alto belter and just like has so like so much like personality to her voice and she's so multifaceted as an artist absolutely 100 percent um yeah she she's i i really uh am a fan of my i am too um like just looking at her she has country she does pop she does rock she does she's so talented and it's crazy that she's like spans so many genres as well um so do you have uh, i'm just going to mention her albums before we go any further so she yeah. has obviously the hannah montana ones um she has can't be tamed bangers younger now um as her al- as her like three most famous albums i'd say other than the hannah montana stuff um do you have time of uh, our lives time of our lives is uh is part of the usa and also um when i look at you and yeah and also uh, my cyrus and the dead Dead Poet Society, not Miley Cyrus, and the Dead Poet Society, and the Dead, and her Dead Pets, sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's another, um, I think that's an EP. Um, but yeah, no, Time of Our Lives is also up there. Uh, so what are your, some of your favorite tracks from Miss Miley? Okay, so I, I will say that um, I I'm going to talk for about Party in the USA for a minute. Okay, please do. All right. Party in the USA comes out in 2009. I am uh, living in Kansas City uh, with like a volunteer, like an AmeriCorps uh, group. And my roommate at the time loved Party in the USA. And this was like at a time where I hadn't embraced Miley like I do now. And I was like pretty like anti-Miley and anti-Party in the USA. I was like, ah, like it's kind of lame. And whatever, like she'd play it, I'd like make a comment or like make a joke about like, oh, so cheesy and like not a great song. <laughs> it was like one night where we were like watching like watching like looking for like Christmas lights and we're just like in town and 
the song comes on and I like turn to her and I'm like, Kelly, you know the thing I hate most about Party USA? She says, what? And I'm like, I hate the fact that I don't hate it. And so she's like, well, like I love that you 10 things I hate about you, uh, Party in the USA. But I like Party in the USA now. I, I, I admit that I like it. I think that, um, again, I, I, I've used this already, but I'll, I'll use it again and say, if you're at a wedding, a party in the USA, and you hear like the guitars are down, 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 like everyone's like generations are hitting the dance floor. Yeah. Uh, and they're nodding their head like, yeah. <laughs> party in the USA was the first song I heard this decade in 2020 because my cousin played it when the fireworks went off in Brazil. So, uh, nice. which nice. is ironic because we were not in the USA. But <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, other like. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big The Climb guy. I love The Climb. It's a phenomenal song. I think that uh, it's great. I love a lot of her stuff um, on the Bangers album. Uh, we Can't Stop is You're taking all my things. Fun. I love it. Uh, but my, I think my favorite of her songs uh it's now i love now now this is a really recent contender yeah uh and what i love about miley is that whenever she does a cover whenever she sings a song that isn't hers like she does it respectfully she does it beautifully i really um like if she put out an album of all covers like i would wear that album out I my underrated song so is a cover of don't let the sun go down on me okay um from revamp uh the elton john and Brilly Taupin collection and yep. it's just so beautiful um you know what i like on that album sorry i didn't mean to interrupt uh but uh i like uh alessia car i was about to i was gonna say is it alessia Car? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um and then also, like, surprisingly, I love the Ed Sheeran version of Candle in the Wind on that album. Um, it's great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I know that might be a controversial take, but I really liked what he did with it, even though it's uh, the original is just, like, so amazing as well. Yep. But um, back to Miley. Uh, yes. Like you said, in terms of... It's Miley. Yeah. She's, she does everything so respectfully and so well. Like, it's crazy. She has so much talent. Um, my favorites are... I took one from each kind of Miley era. I took mm-hmm. one from the Hannah Montana era, which is you'll always find your way back home. And then uh, that one is a classic. That was one of my top 10 songs on Spotify last year. Um, and then from the Can't Be Tamed era or just before it, I guess, See You Again um, is a banger. Uh, that was definitely one that I played a lot on the Disney Channel karaoke Wii game that I had back in the day mm-hmm. and we can't stop I love we can't stop so much um I wrote a paper on we can't stop in high school the prompt was to put a scene to the great Gatsby to a song and I picked we can't stop um so I love that song so much and then in terms of semi-underrated when I look at you every time I listen to it I just it's like very From the last song yes uh, I think that song is really beautiful and I don't think it gets enough love in terms of the Miley discography. 
Um, uh, so speaking of the climb, by the way, there's a great uh, version of it that uh, Ollie Murs does on uh, the finale of his season of the British X Factor. Ooh, okay, I will check that out. Ollie Murs the climb. Um, there was someone, was it Shalia Fearing on The Voice, who I think also did a great version? Um, Ollie Murs. Um, but the climb is such a classic, like graduation song. That was my mm-hmm. middle school graduation song. Um, because it was like my high school graduation song was uh, "You Raise Me Up." That's another. I feel like it's "You Raise Me Up," "The Climb," and then uh, sometimes "Good Riddance" and sometimes "Rise Up" by Andrew Day. Yep. Yeah, those are all like graduation songs. Um, by the way, no one like amateur should not sing "Rise Up." No, absolutely nope. not. Um, <laughs> no wandoffs unless you are nope. like Andrew Day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so where would you slot in Miley on your rankings? I'm putting Miley, uh, below Justin, above Xtina. Okay. I'm putting Miley under, okay. I'm putting Brittany, no, actually, mm, this one's really hard for me. I might need to come back to this. Okay. So Miley is a question mark for me right now, but I do have a separate rankings of the top three vocalists and Miley is in there. Um, Okay for the entire list already. So um, we can come back to Miley because this is really hard for me. I can't figure out where I'm putting her right now. Um, but we can go on to Selena Gomez right now. Fast Facts are some, she has three studio albums, one compilation, two EPs, 27 singles, three promotional singles, and also has a ton of music with Selena Gomez and The Scene. And three albums she has right now that I wanted to highlight Stars Dance, Revival, and then Rare from this year. Um, so general thoughts on Selena. Oh, gotta keep an eye out for Selena. Yeah, exactly. Um, Classic uh, Nicki Minaj line. Hey, I... Uh, so we should reference that. Uh, yeah. That was uh, her long relationship with uh, the Beats. Yes. Um, yeah, so I... I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Of, Are you a fan uh, <laughs> of Selena Gomez? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, the revival album is like fantastic. I think it's like pitch perfect. Uh, uh, there's so many songs from there that I really enjoy. Yeah, um, I am a big fan of her rare album. I feel like it's very raw, and uh, I think it's very personal. And I mm-hmm. really like a lot of stuff on that. But I. I, Selena Gomez isn't someone I'd go to first on this list, but whenever I find a song of hers playing, I definitely feel like I feel emotion in something. I feel like she has a very unique sound. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think that, um, yeah, a lot of her stuff in like the early to mid 2010s, uh, I think like hit at the right time. Like songs like uh, Come and Get It are just yeah. like of an era and are just like, you play me like here a love it song. on the radio, you're like, yes, you gotta like crank this up. Yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorites. Uh, Kill em With Kindness, one of my favorites. Uh, Hand to Myself, Same Old Love. I don't know, man. I, I, I like a lot about, I like a lot of Selena songs. Yeah. 
Um, in terms of my top three, I have Lose You to Love Me, um, Who Says, and then this is this might fall in the underrated category, but Shake It Up, the theme song to Shake It Up that she mm-hmm. sang. Um, I really love that one. That one slaps and like at a club, if that goes off, I will go ham. <laughs> what do you think of uh, um, Love You Like a Love Song? Oh, I enjoy it. Um, this is going to be sad again, but I, I do think that Naya Rivera did a better job with it on the Glee soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And that's recently been something underrated um, that I've discovered. Like I forgot how well she did it, but I also think it can be overplayed at times. Like, I feel like it was overplayed for a while, the song, but now that it's kind of pops up every once in a while, I appreciate it more. Hers is one of the, hers is one of the carpool karaoke's that I'll go back to sometimes. Cause I really thought that like hers was really strong. Uh, it's like, she has like a fun personality with James in the car. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, there, there's no other uh, place, I guess, for me to, uh, talk and rip on this but the thing about carpool karaoke and if you you watch like a bunch of them in a row and you'll pick up on if you haven't picked up on it yet is james corden on his polo shirts buttons everybody he buttons the top button right. polo shirts every time and i'm like who does this besides james corden you are so right i never I've picked that never up before seen it before him yeah, that's, you are absolutely right. Wow, yeah, so my... if you haven't noticed that, look that, watch some of these carpool karaoke's again, and you cannot not notice it now, that he has his polo shirts buttoned to the top button. That's, cr- like, you you have me shook. I, like, because when you say it, it makes sense, and I see it, I can visualize it, but, yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. Um, well, that's something I learned today. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's something that, like, in the back of your mind, because, like, I'm telling you right now, you're like, yeah. yes, I remember. I can see it now, but, like, it wasn't, like, front of mind. So, like, you're welcome. Now it's front of mind. Uh, I am slotting Selena behind the Joe Bros. Same, but I think our rankings are different, where I have her above JT, and you have her above, you don't have J. you have JT above her. Yes. Yeah. Um. Also underrated, Eight Ain't Me is my semi-underrated with Kaigo. Uh-huh. And then Naturally uh, from Selena Gomez in the scene, that one slaps so hard. Um, so moving on to Miss Demi Lovato. Uh, fast Facts, six studio albums, two video albums, 44 music videos, five EPs, 38 singles, two soundtrack albums, 10 promotional singles, and a judge on the X Factor seasons two and three. Yeah, um, I really loved her dynamic with Simon Cowell on The X Factor. So I didn't watch those seasons, so you have to elaborate a little bit on... Yeah, um, yeah, Simon, like, definitely, like, picked on her a little bit. It was very, like, annoying older brother and, like, kid sister type thing. Yeah. Where, like, Demi would, like, kind of fight back and... I don't know, like, I, I... I really grew to love Demi as a person watching her on X Factor. Uh, I always respected her as a singer, but 
uh, it really like rounded out my uh, admiration for Demi Lovato, I'll say. Um, and yeah, like she's been through stuff. Like yeah. she's definitely been through stuff. And she, she's really her, like, resilient. Yeah. And like what she's done is I think phenomenal. Um, I, I, I definitely, um, her performance on the Grammys of anyone just like you can, you know, you can hear it like in my voice as I'm talking about it right now. It's like emotional. It's yeah. just so raw and beautiful and I don't know. I, I have so much love and respect for Demi Lovato. Yeah, she's one of those people who like tells a story with her songs in a way where you can hear every single like emotion coming out of her voice. Um, like she can feel every word in a way that I don't think is often seen in mm-hmm. modern singers. Yeah. Um, so uh, run through some of our albums. Okay, so uh, obviously there's the self-titled Demi. Uh, there's Unbroken and Confident are the three albums I picked, but she has a ton of stuff out there, um, including the Camp Rock albums. Um, and I just feel like Demi has so much versatility. I know we mentioned this with Miley, but a lot, like her songs, like she has many different kinds of songs. Like I definitely lean towards the power like anthems like uh confident and sorry not sorry those are two of my favorites but she does a lot of cool different different stuff like cool for the summer is very different than those songs as well as cool for the summer shout out uh nicole who asked us to talk about it yes i am so excited to get to the feedback later where we hear a few things from nicole um uh but demi has some we'll get to this when i get to my underrated song but skyscraper i think Oh, it's so powerful and so beautiful it is, for sure and she like these songs are just like three different layers of what she can do she has so much versatility in her songs i think that speaking of skyscraper i think in um maybe season one of the x factor because you said she was there for two and three so if she's one of the x factor someone saying skyscraper uh, and L.A. Yes. Reed said, I don't know who sings that song, but, like, it's, like, really beautiful. And then so cut to season two, and I believe Fifth Harmony sings Skyscraper. And Demi says, um, like, as a joke, she goes, well, I don't know who sings this song, but it was, like, really great and then Ellie Reed was like no like famously I don't know who sings this it was very like it was very funny but that's one of my memories about Skyscraper yeah I'm trying to find it and I can't find who it was that sang it um I'm getting results for Sam Bailey but I think she's on the British version okay um but I that's hilarious and I, I feel like Demi has a great sense of humor I tweeted out yesterday that uh, something that picked me up yesterday was uh, seeing her Instagram stories where she was watching Camp Rock and like laughing at it. It was like, what was I doing? And um, Making fun of herself. And I think she has a great sense of humor about like her past uh, Disney Channel days and obviously can banter with L.A. Reid in that situation. I feel like 
I feel like this is an obvious for you, but uh, I feel like you're a heart attack fan. That was my underrated, the semi-underrated song. Yeah. Yeah, heart attack. You, because I didn't know, I feel like Skyscraper has lost a lot of like popularity, not like because it's not good, but I think a lot of people have moved on to like more modern Demi stuff, mm-hmm. but I put Skyscraper as my most underrated song, but yeah, no, you, you pegged me. I love heart attack. <laughs> um, um, and then also give a heart a break. That's give your heart one. a break. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my, like, I, I think her best song, if it's not anyone, which could be anyone, um, but uh, I know you mentioned Confident. Like, I love Confident. Confident is a great song. But um, uh, Stone Cold is, yeah. is unbelievable. It's, a, it's, it's an unbelievable song. Uh, I will put Demi in the category of Miley in that... Uh, whenever she does a cover, like, I think it's pitch perfect. I think it's great. Um, I think that I have memories of, and this wasn't the Grammys. This was, I want to say ACM awards. Um, I keep saying ACM, ACM's country. Like what's yeah. the one in November? Not the music video awards. Um, At, no, so, something with music, but I don't remember what, I don't remember what it's called. Uh, I'll, I'll figure it out. But, uh, no, she does a version of You Ought to Know with Avril Lavigne that's just, like, awesome. Yeah, I, I think Demi's fantastic. If, um, and I am looking forward to what she can, she's going to put out in the future. Um, she is really talented. And I think... All right, I been... it's the AMA Awards. So I was close. Academy of Music. Uh, American, American Music Awards. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You were close. CMA, AMAs. <laughs> sure. The Ask Me Anything Awards. Yes. Besides, besides Miley, there's no, uh, there's no real country artists. Yeah. No. No. Really. Not really. Um, has well, Christina did a song with Blake Shelton that you told me to look up. Of course. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe next time we do this, we'll do. Uh, um, We'll Survivor musicians? With, uh, no, no, no. We'll do stuff with like people from Idol and The Voice. Like yes. Or, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I love that idea. Um, I think you might have broken me though, because I am really struggling with both Demi and Miley. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I just can't figure it out because now my list is getting confused. I'm like, do I, is it going back to who I would listen to the most? Who I like. I need to figure out my rankings. So I'm going to put Demi in the question mark. And then when we get to the end, I'll go with my gut feeling on everything. Um, what about you? Where would you slot Demi? I have to tell you this, Felipe. He had a great run at number one on my list. JT has been dethroned. He's a number two By right Demi. Now. Yeah. Queen Demi. I, 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 I love Demi Lovato. I really do. Um, did you, have you watched uh, the Eurovision uh, Netflix comedy with uh, Will Ferrell and Rachel Jones. I have Demi not. is in it. Okay. Good yeah. to know. She's does she sing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it yet either, but uh, I know that she's in it because she was on The Tonight Show and promoted it. Oh, okay. So I know that it's a 
very popular subject in our have trivia nights. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, is, that, is that Addison or is that you? <laughs> Addison, 100%. Okay. I have no okay. familiarity with right. Eurovision. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know of Eurovision, but I don't know it, uh, really anything about it. Um, but yeah, so we're closing out with two more people that are more, don't have as much discography to the name. We'll mm-hmm. start with Bridget Mendler star of good luck charlie fast facts one studio album 17 music videos two eps 10 singles one soundtrack album six promotional singles and yeah so i could only find two albums of her and one of them is the soundtrack to lemonade mouth so hello my name is is her debut album and basically i just wanted to put her in here to talk about two songs that are straight bops ready or not and hurricane i love those songs so much uh, classic jams and also Atlantis is uh, an underrated song from her self-titled um, work are you familiar with any Bridget Mendler work or no I'm not uh, I, I'm happy to I'm just like you I have a list going now songs I need to check out after this and so I am putting uh, Ms. Mendler on that list right now so I'm excited yes. to do it after this podcast ends yeah, definitely check out Ready or Not and Hurricane. Those are two very good jams. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of, she has some good songs in the Love and Eighth Mouth album, but my song from you from the Good Luck Charlie um, Christmas episode is mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, and also Demi and Joe Jonas have a version of that song as well. So, nice. um, And then last but not least, we have Zendaya before we do a kind of all-star collaborations um, Zendaya, one studio album, 15 music videos, one EP, 10 singles, three promotional singles, and she's definitely a huge star in the film and TV industry right now. Uh, oh, yeah. Spider-Man star, Euphoria, she's everywhere right now. Um, she has one album, self-titled Zendaya, and I, you can't talk about it without talking about Replay. Oh yeah, definitely. I, 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 like, uh, I like Zendaya, definitely. Um, she, I think, is a, is very good in uh, the Greatest Showman, which you didn't mention. Yeah, uh, she's really good on that soundtrack as well. Yeah, I have rewrite the stars here as one of my favorite songs, um, and something to dance for is also great. I believe that's from uh, Shake It Up. Is it from Shake It Up? No, I don't remember. But um, something to dance for is also a fun song of hers. Um, mm-hmm. And then my underrated is from Shake It Up. It's Watch Me with Bella Thorne. Um, so who I didn't include in this list because I feel like Zendaya is definitely more of the musician past Oh yeah, Bella Thorne just got, you know, what, 12th on uh, <laughs> Matt Singer? Matt Singer, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know if it's 12th because I feel like it's unfair to the people who got eliminated in the first episode. Like Little Wayne, yes, he was the first boot, but like technically they all tied, right? That's true, that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. So tied for, tied for last. Yeah. Um, no, 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 because she wasn't the first one out of her. Tied group. for second to last. Yeah. Yeah. Because Tony Hawk was out before she was. Yeah. Uh, the skater man. But I have Zendaya above Bridget Mendler, okay. but under the Cheetah Girls. And that's just because there's not a ton right now. So. I have Zendaya over Cheetah Girls. Um, that's fair. Yeah. And so. Yeah, that rounds out my list. Okay. Now, 
let's just move back up. I have a list of a few collabs between some okay. of these people. Right. Um, are you familiar with what's going on? The all-star collaboration with uh, many people, but including Brittany, Christina, and Justin Timberlake, as well as Alicia Keys and many other stars from 2009. The Marvin like Gaye. The, like the Marvin Gaye song? The yeah. cover of it? No. I'm yeah. Not. So I have a list of YouTube links that I can send you after the show, but I definitely would recommend that because that's a really good cover. And everyone in the comments section of that video was like, Christina was the star of this. Mm-hmm. Um, then I know you, you don't know what Send It On is. No. Send it on. Okay. Back in like 2008, the Disney Channel stars all came together to s- talk about environmentalism. Okay. One of those like commercial breaks. And Joe yeah. Jonas, Nick Jonas, Kevin Jonas, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, and Miley Cyrus sing Send It On. And I feel like you need to watch the music video for it and understand it. And it's actually a great song. Um, but it's the Disney Friends for Change. And that's, and then at the end, all the Disney Channel stars of that time come out and run along and get in the music video. Um, mm-hmm. Additionally, that's where Make a Wave by Joe Jonas and Demi Lovato comes from, is from that environmentalism campaign. Okay. Um, I believe that was also in Disney Nature Oceans, that movie. Um, and they sing it on American Idol one year. And then lastly, another Joe Jonas and Demi Lovato collaboration, My Song for You. Uh, which was also Bridget Mendler. She has her version. So, yeah. So you, you, I know we like kind of zoomed through it when we talked about the Joe Bros, but uh, are you a Cake by the Ocean guy? Um, I am not as strong. Oh, I like I like that song. I like DNC. I like that song. I, oh, I, for a second I was like, Cake by the Ocean is the... Uh, band, it's the DNCE not... song. It's like their like the yeah. The, the okay, song I had the mix. I, I was like, "Cake by the Ocean" is the band, and D- DNC is the song. For a second, no, no. no but uh, okay, yes, no. Now it's coming back to me. I do like the song, but it's not my favorite. I definitely think I prefer Joe Jonas, not Nick Jonas songs over Joe Jonas songs. Oh yeah, Jealous and Chains and and uh, Close are are really three very very strong songs. Yeah, exactly. So. I'm going to try to figure out my rankings, but before I do, I will tell you my top three vocalists. I think in terms of just vocal abilities alone, I have Christina at number one, Demi at number two, and Miley at number three. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very sorry, tight race. You, you did Christina, Demi, Miley? Was yes. Yours? I think it's very tight between Christina and Demi. I just think Christina is like a powerhouse in the vocalist that slightly edges out Demi because I feel like we still haven't seen Demi full potential reach in the way that like Christina has. All right. I'm going to go for my top three. I'll go Demi. I'll go Miley. I throw a little curveball. You ready for this? Watch him say Hillary. <laughs> no, I'm going Jesse. Jesse? Jesse McCartney. Yeah. Okay. In terms of vocalists, I can get behind that list. Yeah. Third yeah. place in, in, or second place in, uh, Mass Singer? Like, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, th- I feel like that's, like, a clear, like, Mount Rushmore. We can, like, establish, sure. like, yeah. Sure. Um, but I do think Jesse's really talented, and, like, he proved it, um, that he's a versatile artist. Um, uh, before we, I know we've been, like, talking for a while, but before we sign off, like, who are some of your other, like, 
non-Disney, but like some of your like favorite voices? Elton John, for sure. Um, okay. I really love him. I like Whitney, um, Whitney Houston. Um, he's canceled, but Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Bruno Mars, in terms of like current stuff, I really enjoy Bruno Mars. That's another one where it's similar to my, my Nick Lachey joke. I like to think that uh, the first time that uh, Bruno Mars played When I Was Your Man for the yeah. girl he like wrote it for, like I like to think that like after she heard it, she was like, "Yeah, it was the fedora. Like that was it." <laughs> <laughs> That's I like it. Um, uh, so some of mine are um, uh, Usher. Oh, I love Usher. So yeah, I'm a bit. I wore out the Confessions album. I was gonna say Confessions Part so Two. So much. Yeah. Uh, in fact, where my freshman year of college. Um, and now, uh, <laughs> I had, uh, an Usher poster in my dorm room. Like, Ooh. I was that, like, into that album. Uh, and I'm sure, like, people who saw it, like, were like, oh, like, is he or is he not? Like, I don't know. But, like, hey, I'm just a big Usher fan. Um, uh, I adore John Legend's voice. He's for years, Felipe, I've been like... Everybody knows. Of, oh, love it. For years, I've been beating the drum, Felipe, of um, that if I were John Legend's, like, manager, I would say to him, like, hey, like, put out an album of covers. Yeah. Every, like, other year, and you can print money for the rest of your life. So I've been saying that for years, but I will say I saw him in another commercial yesterday. And for the first time, I was like, John, you don't have to do every commercial that they ask you to do. You don't have to like do cheesy jingles. Like it's beneath you. I will say I don't love his version of Beauty and the Beast with Ariana Grande. I definitely prefer the Celine Dion, People Bryson version. Okay. Uh, speaking of everybody knows, the first time I ever heard that song was um, uh, was Alex Lambert's version. American Idol Night, season nine. nine. Yeah, Idol. same. And I loved it, and I seeked it out, and I love the original. But uh, yeah, that's <laughs> Alex Lambert introduced me to a few songs. Um, Trouble by Ray Lamonte. You. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, he uh, he he made me appreciate James Morrison. I really like James Morrison because of Alex Lambert. Really, never thought we were going to hear Alex Lambert on this podcast, but here we are. Here we are, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then um, I really love um, I I love Avril Lavigne. I love Avril Lavigne's, yeah. Lavigne's voice and just everything that she's able to do. I've definitely come to appreciate in LA. I had a like little Avril Lavigne phase um, yeah. before I came back here. Um, I also am big into JLo right now. And um, I think she has some great stuff. JLo and Shakira after the Super Bowl, I really fell in love with. And then I'm a sucker for the Glee cast. I can't help it. The Glee mm. cast. And speaking of like, this has been a really nice distraction because 
yeah, of Denia Rivera stuff. Um, I have a very deep and personal connection to Santana Lopez as a character. And I think Naya Rivera was absolutely phenomenal as an actress, as a singer, and really stole the show in many ways. And I know many people have Santana as their number one character, regardless of how they identify with her. Like for me personally, she was one of the first like Latinx characters on a show of mm-hmm. white people otherwise, for the most part. Um, like I watched the George Lopez show reruns and then was a Waverly Place was a very whitewashed version, but she was like one of the first characters I saw and related to. So this has been a hard week, but talking with you has been a really nice distraction about it all. So thank you for being here. Um, Uh, I was honored too, buddy. Yes. Do you have anything else to add about this or do we need to, do we, did we hit everything? No, this was a really fun exercise. Like I know that there were some, uh, you know, some Nickelodeon stars that we didn't really talk about. We didn't talk about Ariana Grande. We didn't yes. talk about um, Jamie Lynn Spears. We didn't talk about uh, Jeanette McCurdy or any of them. Yeah. But, um, they're, you know, they're, they're all wonderful. Also. We and there's potential for a part two. Exactly. There's always potential for a part two. Exactly. Um, and we talked about Hamilton also. We had a great discussion today. We talked um, about everything, bad. everything yeah. under the sun. Do you have any plugs besides pilot season? Like where can people check it out? And do you have a social media stuff for it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at MJCSVN. Um, the uh, podcast is called Pilot Season, Pilot SZN. Uh, it's uh, wherever you can get podcasts. Um, the Facebook page, I'd love for you guys to join it, is Pilot Season Podcast on Facebook. Uh, and that's where... Um, you know, I'll post some polls. I will, uh, you know, post a, a question thread in case anyone has questions about any of the upcoming episodes. Uh, I, I give my thoughts on, on shows that I'm not really covering, but I just want to like, talk about. Um, yeah, I, Felipe, like it was, you know, it was, it was such a, a treat to, to be on this podcast. You, um, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're doing a great thing. You're, uh, really killing the game, and uh, it was uh, an honor to, to be a guest on Brazilian Dragon. The pleasure was all mine. It was a fantastic, record-breaking episode. We've gone for almost two and a half hours, but I'm so grateful that you came on the podcast. Um, in terms of my plugs, you can follow me personally at Tweets by Fleep on Twitter, and then all the social media for the Brazilian Dragon is at Brazil Dragon Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and we are we do have a facebook page just try to find it um and just be respectful in there if you do join it's mostly my friends right now so (laughs) um yeah so anyways uh thank you so much mjc uh stay tuned for what we have planned next and stay tuned for when i venture over to pilot season yes um, we'll talk off off mic about what you want to do Exactly. Yes. So thank you very much, MJC, for this wonderful conversation and distraction. And everyone, should we give people a hashtag if they listen to this? <laughs> Pull up Rob Sesternino. Yeah, right. <laughs> if, if, if people got this one. Circa 2014, though. He doesn't do it as much anymore. <laughs> not, no, not as much. Um, <laughs> I guess going back to the Bruno Mars conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag, uh, it's the fedora. It's the fedora. Yes. Tweet at us 
and tell us what you think. And also uh, check us out on give us ratings and reviews and also check out pilot season. Uh, you're doing great stuff over there. And I'm so glad to see your little passion project that you started to grow into what it's become. Um, it's really exciting to see. And hopefully we, I'll follow that trajectory as you keep making your own trajectory. Mm. Yes. So with that, I'll talk to you all later, Brazilian Dragon fans. Bye. Bye.